goes, at this at this time, we'll start the cock, and then we'll just keep going. Da, da, da. And of course, I was like, oh gosh, he doesn't what? know who he like, just who we just said that to. <laughs> Well, I figured out the reason why I figured out the reason why Rose's hair looked weird to us the other day. Oh, why? Because she cut it. That's why. <gasps> she cut the she cut the front of it. Again? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. No. She's the. This is the first time she's done it. Honey. The other two have done it. Oh. And as 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 I realized it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing like a tuft of hair on the table the oh, other day, oh, and being oh. like, what's this? Hmm. Rosie. Oh <sighs> my gosh, that's funny. Why do they do this to me? <laughs> it's like, do not cut your hair, honey, honey. Don't cut your hair ever again, okay? Oh, my gosh. She goes, it was in my way, so I just cut it. I'm like, well, oh, my gosh. This is the statement. same reason Elena said it. <laughs> same reason that Elena did. It was in my way. So I'm like, tell me. I'll put it up for you. Yeah. yeah. Grief. No, your kids Anyways. don't like their hair being put up. I mean, both of our kids do enjoy scaring the shit out of us of some sort because Bernie, <laughs> uh, my four-year-old, started swim team and for swim team for her is really just learning to swim and she (laughs) was in the pool and she's only ever been in the pool with her floaties on and so they're not allowed to have floaties which is great because now they can learn to swim and so this little 12 year old boy who was like her little guardian or something so he was going to follow her up and down the pool and the very first time have I not heard this story no you have not Oh, the first time that my little sweet four year old gets in the pool, she's like all excited. And I'll post a little uh, a picture of her in her swim cap and her goggles, which is so cute. (laughs) So they're on the kickboards and they're using the kickboards and it's great. And they say, "Okay, now hold on to the side of the pool. Now, Bernie, she doesn't realize what that really means. I mean, I know she can hold on, but she doesn't she's never like been allowed to fall into the pool. So she's holding on and I'm kind of like five feet away from her just watching silently and the little boy is behind her and he's got her at one point and she's then he lets go and he's like, good job, keep kicking, keep kicking. So she's holding on to the edge of the pool and she's kicking with her feet. And I in my head, I go, he's not watching because he turns around and I was like, he's not watching her. He's not watching her. And I was like, she doesn't realize that she can't touch. And if she lets go, I was like, she's going to let go. She's going to let go. She lets go. (laughs) She lets go and she sinks like a rock. (laughs) <laughs> under like it's not funny so, but it's kind of funny oh yeah and so I mean I was right there I was like so yeah. I ran over in like three steps and I was like get her you gotta get her you gotta get her and then the coach comes over and sees and the boy is just turned around completely oblivious and Bernie is like oh. bobbing under the water and I was like you gotta get her get her you gotta get her and uh, he finally realizes and picks her up and like she cries and needs to get out and won't go back in the pool and I was like Ugh. so anyway oh, that was so our first swim. No wonder she doesn't want to go back in the water. Well, I know, I know. I wanted to tell you so bad. I was like, oh, we'll save her for the podcast. But I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is partly why she doesn't want to go in the water is because she almost drowned the first time oh she went Oh, my gosh. Well, at least now maybe yeah. she'll be scared if she's standing on the edge of the pool. I know. Probably not. Well, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, not, not, no, I'm not Bernie. She thinks that she can no. do anything she wants and she'll eventually get oh, saved. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, but I had well, gigs this weekend. I was just going to say, you mm-hmm. have started a gig. Woo-hoo! I did. I got to go back to Wisconsin and sing for a company that I've been doing with a duo um, for five years been now. doing I mean, a duo. Doing a duo. So me and my guitarist, we go up north to the steakhouse. 
Oh, it's already starting. Okay, we're two episodes in and it's, it has begun. Yeah, so we go up north. We used to go up north four times a year, usually on holiday weekends, to sing at a steakhouse two nights in a row and then head back. And I gave it up thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. And lo and behold, the um, the owner... People like me. <laughs> yeah. And they had she, you back. She had me back. So she decided she didn't didn't care for the replacement and could I please come back and off she, she was going to fly me in and... That's what we did. So um, it was, yeah, it was a long time. And again, this is partly what people have to think of when you hire bands or any performer from far away. It's it's not just like the three hours or four hours that we perform, you know, that night. It's nope. like I was gone for four days for oh, two yeah. days of performing, you know, for four hours each night. So a total of eight hours of performing, I was gone for four days. Like, yeah. Well, it's the same thing when I fly lot. home. Right. It's the same yeah. thing when I fly home too. And I know that we try to keep prices comp- um, competitive with other bands around. And it's like, well, n- no other band around is flying in someone every single gig. Exactly. So I know that, right. that it's it's tough to kind of swallow that pill. But if you can, you'll, you're will you going to get an awesome product. But just, just so you know. Yeah. And it's the same thing with me. Um, like our gig this weekend coming up, we have to drive four hours from home. And, you know, that's yep. four hours on top of the 24 hours I also am going to be traveling that week you know just it's it's a lot yeah it's a lot of time Mm -hmm. I mean I I wish that there was more like people watching that you can do in the car because I also had to drive four (laughs) hours each way (laughs) although before we got on the highway sitting in the car and I'm looking in front of me and you know how you can get those license plate banners Mm -hmm. around your license plate that from whatever usually sports teams this one (laughs) this one said I won this car on the prices right and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's kind of cool. It was like a Ford Fusion or something, you know, something pretty <laughs> generic. So I like look and you know how anytime something like you see a bumper sticker, you look to the front seat because you're like, who's driving this car? Of course. And or anytime so, someone passes you, anytime someone yes. beats at you, anytime. Yeah, right. It, it really <laughs> matters that you have that driver. <laughs> yes. It's going anyway, to be someone guy, horrible in the front I, seat. I, yeah, so I look over and I look in the his his side mirror and he like kind of immediately moves away from the side mirror and so he leans oh. into more of the middle of the car but I can still see through the middle of the car. This man sure. is going to town on his nose. He is finding Ew. something like something in the caverns of his nasal cavity that he cannot Ew. get out. He he scrounged around in his nose for like <laughs> I don't know at least forty five <laughs> seconds while I'm sitting at the light. It Disgusting. was so gross. It was so gross. I know. I was Imagine like, dude, that find it. Blow your nose. Oh my gosh, it was there's, so. There's gross, so many but... diseases just laying sitting on that wheel. You don't even know. <laughs> That's so gross. All the different times he's done that. That's not the first time. That is a seasoned nose picker right there. Yeah, that That was a I don't give an F nose picker. I mean, (laughs) he he just barely tried to avoid anybody else's stare. I mean, you're sitting at a red light, dude. Can see you. But um, I was, yeah, I was really, really glad to to be going back into flying and got a couple of days away from the kids, which some of the people nice. I was used to seeing were like, oh, where are the kids? And did you didn't want to fly them in too? And I was like, what in what world would I want to fly yeah. them in? No. Yeah. So also I have never seen at the airport, they mm-hmm. do the, the pat downs, but I've never seen them done to a man. Hmm. They are intrusive. <laughs> two guys right in a row, two of them, both person on the screen got lit up in their groin each time. Oh. So when it was in their groin, they literally had to be felt up. 
I was like oh. watching it, of course, because they don't want to get like any type of sexual assault thing or charge yeah. against them or something. They have to be observed. So there's like the airport's packed and twice oh. in a row, these two big burly men get zoned in on their groin. And so the <laughs> poor man that has to check them down goes, observer, observer. Oh my gosh. And so the whole place around turns and looks and he's like, I need someone oh. to observe me doing this, please. And he just like goes up and down the leg, grabs his ball sack. What? The back of his hands rubs it against his penis. It just Ew. is so. I had to put an explicit warning in the top. I know. Of this, I know. Okay. But oh like, my. and then he had to do it again. The guy behind him, he was oh. like, "Okay, I'm gonna have to do this, and I'm gonna be, you know, lift your pants up for me, like giving himself a wedgie to so that mm-hmm. it's nice and tight." Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I was just like, "What, that what the hell is was in there? Nothing." There was the heat. They were like, do you have any something? Do you have any change? Do you have your keys? Do you have a metal ball? What happened? (laughs) Nothing. They didn't find anything. I know. They were like, you're good. I I don't understand what could have possibly made the monitor go off. It would have been easier just to drop trow. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was like, if this had to happen to me and someone had to feel me up like this, it would be so embarrassing. The, yeah, the only thing I've ever seen is I, I, I did see a woman have to get thoroughly searched or whatever, and hmm. she it's the it's the boob thing, like just like underneath the underneath yeah. boob thing that they have to check. And I, was like, I felt bad for her. It was just a middle aged woman, but it's like oh, I had a uh, yeah, I had a clip tough. that was one of my first questions when before I had my double mastectomy, I had. Um, when they took the biopsy, they put a little clip, like a little staple almost, where the mm-hmm. where they had taken the sample from. And that was one of my first question. I was like, is this going to go off if I go to a, through an airport <laughs> and I go through screening? If <laughs> They're like, no, like, please no. Please don't. Just had surgery. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Yeah. But I mean, flights were all really, really pretty smooth. It was apparently one of the flight attendants' very first flight. Oh. The pilot was really cute. He got on the intercom and was like, uh, everyone give a nice round of applause for Michael. It's his first day and he's gonna do the announcements for you and nice yeah (laughs) yeah i think he was like give him a hard time um yeah yeah so it was cute he was like smiling and gotten blushed and stuff but he was yeah it was really cute but then they make the announcement Susanna, that the toilets are down i was like what how is that possible this is a long flight though yeah it was like two hours and so they were like oh, okay just so you know the the water is down and the water's not working in the toilet so uh you have 20 minutes before we board this flight in order to go to the bathroom and otherwise you won't be able to go until we reach the next airport i was like wow oh my gosh wow that's crazy not convenient especially for the screaming not baby convenient. that was in the back so oh yeah i i also had a gig uh, last weekend and we had Oh, I, I forgot don't about this. Yeah. Everything went fine with the flights, but I was sitting next to this couple that might have been the most annoying couple that I've ever sat next to. At some oh. point, I thought to myself, are they is are they putting this on? And the longer that the flight went on, I was like, I don't think they're putting this on. I think this is the real way that they interact with each other. Ooh. And it was like two siblings that actually just didn't like each other and were incredibly passive aggressive with every word that came out of their mouth let me just let me just read you a few of the things i've i've honestly never been around a couple so freaking annoying <laughs> and i was like if this was my spouse cuz they were definitely married they both had rings on they definitely kissed like they were definitely married oh okay If my spouse was like this to me, I mean, I I would never allow that to happen. First of all, I would never marry someone like this. They're just like constantly at each other. For instance, the the wife goes, they're probably, I don't know, they're probably, they looked like they were our age, like in their mid thirties or something like that. The wife goes, oh, should I put my phone on airplane mode? And he was like, I mean, are you ever going to stop talking? (laughs) 
like that kind of thing and like he would kind of like giggle about it and she was like uh uh-huh, uh-huh, whatever and then she leaned on him at some point like leaned her face on like rested her head and he was like oh yeah don't get don't get makeup on my shirt <laughs> yeah was, and she was like i didn't i it's why i leaned my hair on your shirt and he's like okay i'm just you know last time you got makeup on my shirt so <laughs> Oh. I was like, I was sitting next. To, I was at the window, and they're like blocking my my exit to anywhere but where I was. I just was like, oh my god! Like that was in, before the plane even took off, and I was like, man, are they purposefully being kind of a holes to each other? Like, okay, <laughs> like it it just then they they were clearly with the people sitting across the aisle. It was like a some another couple adults and a kid, and their the wife at some point was like giving the kid some candy, and he's like, oh man, you're just gonna can make the kid crazy with all this candy. <laughs> Oh, it was God, like he was constantly laughing. Shit. Yeah, he was like constantly laughing and joking, but it wasn't funny. No one else was laughing but him. And he was like obviously trying to get his opinion across. Right. But no one was really laughing. She And like I kept looking at her being like, is she laughing? Is this how she wasn't laughing? She like wasn't she wasn't really like having much of it at all. Ugh. I couldn't believe it. Like, oh, that she at some point she she gives the wife gives her basically like, a I don't know, two thirds of her Starbucks coffee was gone and she didn't want it anymore. So she gives it to the flight attendant and the guy being awfully wasteful. Nice. Oh my god! It's just like literally, it, there was not a motion, and she was just as bad. Like she, Ugh. she was like trying to move some things around on her phone, and he was like, "Give me that!" And like rips her phone from away from her hand, and she was like, "Stop it! You're being a dick!" And just like kind of like takes it back. It's like, Ugh. like they were both just like, yikes! Yeah, like neither. I- and making it sound like the guy was worse, but they they really weren't. They both were just so annoying. I wanted to put them both in the corner. I was like, you both are not allowed to do anything fun until you stop this behavior. It was just, it just seemed like their sole purpose was to annoy each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm, obviously. Their sole yeah. purpose. That definitely was to annoy you. That's for sure. I could have been paying attention way too closely. That also could have been happening. Could have been like, podcast, podcast, write it down, write it down. I'm like writing down the things they're saying as they're saying it. And like, <laughs> That's funny. No, I wasn't. I wasn't actually doing that, but well, I had a I had an ILC and the poor man next to me was this like super tall guy and he knees like crushed against the front of the seat and I had like, you know, eight (laughs) inches of room between my knees and the seat in front of me. And so I I switched with him. I was like, Would you prefer the ILC? Really uncomfortable. And he was like, I would love that, actually. I was like, Yeah, I don't care. It's not a it wasn't a big deal. I was like, I'm just gonna be diving into my book. So I don't really care at all. But and then he proceeds to ask you, what book are you reading? And you proceed to say, just my normal smut. That's all. <laughs> just my fantasy Would you romance. like to read chapter 55? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm on chapter 32 right now, getting there. Oh, uh, man. We're talking about a Court of Thorn and Roses series for anyone oh, who cares. Good yes. night. I will thank my sister-in-law, Lauren, for hooking me onto it. So. It's a little weird to read a book that you know has so much smut in it that your sister has already read. <laughs> It's a little weird. <laughs> but it's so good. I actually was just because Jack, my husband, makes fun story, of it too. The it story. is. I'm telling you, I'm on chapter 32 or 33, and there has been no smut, none at all yet. And I'm more than halfway through the yet. book. Yeah. Yet. And yet. then it's going to explode. We all know they make up for it. <laughs> Oh, but it's so, so good. Um, yeah, anyway, really good. but the gigs were awesome. I mean, I haven't oh, sung the gigs. since That's why the we're gigs, here. the gigs. I haven't sung since uh, since September last year. Wow. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. And 
I could definitely feel it. Jiminy. Number one, everybody, yes, if yes. you're not singing, you must warm up your voice. <laughs> and uh, pro tip, warm up. Yeah, I, I mean, I felt, I felt great and felt fine, but I, I made sure to like sing all the way up. But it was so nice being back, and everyone was like so happy to see me. And it wasn't, it, you know, it's, it, yeah, it was mostly because like I had made all these heartfelt goodbyes, and I was like, never mind, here I am again. So right, I had a bunch of people come back. Some of the, you know, the regulars that came to see us all the time came back and yeah. they're like we saw you were coming and we were so excited and so that was awesome again I know I've talked about this before but interacting with the crowd and being able to feed off of them is so important and it really makes or breaks a gig you know and it's kind oh, yeah. of funny with these types of ones that I do up there at this steakhouse people are coming and going at all times you know it's not really a concert you're constantly renewing in a new batch of people you know like there's right. people come and they sit at the bar and they have a drink then they go eat and new people come in and then they have a drink and wait for their table yes, and then they go that so- is how a restaurant works yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the circulation of people is is constant you know all night and yeah. um whatever it's just like a new experience every time a new couple comes in and you have to try to find something to connect with them so that it's entertaining for them and I feel like it's an art to be able to do that and it's taken me you know five six seven years to be able to feel comfortable to be in a situation like that because it's really mm-hmm. intimidating to be no more than three feet away from somebody and having a conversation into a microphone and singing to your heart out to them right. when they're directly in front of you. You know, like that's a hard yeah. thing to, that's a hard thing to get over. But um, I loved it. I loved the banter back and forth. It was like some reason there was, maybe it was just like all this built up energy inside and I was just had <laughs> stuff to say immediately after every song and there was no lulls and um, Doug and I were on the same wavelength as far as what to play. And so that was really great. That's um, awesome. When you get back into singing, that's like all, you know, you realize, oh, this is what I've been missing. Just constant praise. People <laughs> telling me how great I am all the time. Attention. Oh, attention you're whore. so good. I know. Yeah. I, it was, I know it sounds that way. Honestly, I know it sounds that way, but it was, it was more just like that camaraderie and that, that situation that is so hard to mimic back home when you're not in a performance space. Yeah. So, I mean, like there was a baby in the audience or like a toddler and me and Doug were like, or they asked, like, do you know Let It Go? And I was like, I got two requests <laughs> for Let It Go. I was like, how? How are people still requesting? Are there requesting? a lot of kids at this? Um, they, there's like, yeah, cause it's like a vacation times, a vacation area. So like people will bring their kids. It's, it's an expensive steakhouse. So I'm not many, but, um, yeah, every once in a while there'll be like a couple of people that come in that have kids. But so we sang that, but huh. actually an older lady requested, let it go. I don't know if she knew what? or huh. not. She, I don't but know if she, she knew. She just was hearing the song all the time. And yeah, was like, well, like we had <laughs> done it before up there. And I don't know if she knew we'd done it yeah. before and wanted. Same thing with oh, Shallow. Acoustic. We had, I know, some lady I'd never met before came in and asked, do you know Shallow? And I was like, you, did you know that we constantly do Shallow? And that like, that was some yeah. one of our most requested songs or did was that random? And she was just like, no, it's totally random. I had no idea. And I was like, huh. okay. Yeah, I feel like you guys, especially with just like a duet. Because Doug yeah. sings, right? Does yeah. He? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that um, makes it easy. Yeah. So there was, and then there was another couple who had their anniversary and they wanted hallelujah because that was theirs. And so that was oh. really sweet. And then a little boy wanted ACDC shook me all night long. I was like, oh my gosh. He was they like, saw that you had just eight. a guitar, right? Yeah. I say that every single time. I'm like, you guys know this is a duet. This is a duo. <laughs> right. 
Some guy yeah. asked for living on a prayer. And I was oh like, my gosh. we can't really do living on a prayer. I mean, I would love to, but nice multitasking, by the way. Come back when we have a few more instruments. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, but actually kind of interesting to see if that could be kind of taken back and do like a really you acoustic can, You literally can. You can you do totally any can. song. Yeah. You totally can. I mean, that's where we've gotten so many of our suggestions is just being like sure. acoustic version of Dream Lover, acoustic version of, uh, yeah. you know, Don't Stop Believing. So the other part too is, um, and maybe they're listening, but the wedding couple that we both are singing at for this in September, they were all over us and just... Just so excited. It made me so excited for December, for September for them and their their wedding. So that'll be a fun thing to... Yeah, I mean, so Allie and I, or Allie in Wisconsin uh, has this couple that hired that wants me to actually join them as well. So it'll be Allie and I are both singing with a band that Allie's going to put together out in, in Wisconsin for this wedding. And that couple, the family was at this, this gig that she's talking about. So like, it really is cool to know the people a little bit before, before you actually go to the wedding. It makes it mm-hmm. that much more special. You know, oh, it does. Obviously... Yeah, like you obviously can't meet with every person's family that you're going to be playing right. at their wedding. But when you can, or a lot of times, um, Kelly and I will play the ceremony. And right. even that little bit of extra FaceTime with the guests and with the family, then you show up at the reception later and you do that as well. It's it's really cool. It, de- it definitely has an extra amount of sentimentality and kind of closeness with the band. And well, yeah, it the, gives you a sense family. of it gives you a sense of rapport also with the, yeah. with the bride and groom. And um, I love doing that. I love mm-hmm. singing for the ceremonies and then going and doing the reception as well. Right. I think it's just it, it makes me feel way more connected to the. To well, the you can just group. see it totally to both sides of you also like you get your your yeah, the pretty voice too. singing sides and then you're like yep. just wait till we can show you what we can do you know the band <laughs> can do in the for the reception like i can't right. wait to to party with you basically yeah and, like here's um, the rock and roll side and here's the yeah. church side and it's, mm-hmm. it also makes you want to do a really really good job and obviously we always oh, want yeah. to do a good job but it's something special when you're like like they were saying to me we're so excited it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great and i was like but remember you know the whole thing of under under promise and over deliver like I don't want you guys to get too excited like I want you to be you know I don't want you to be they should be no yeah they should be excited it's it's a rare thing to have both of us at a wedding which, oh, that I mean, be, I would. Yeah. Friends have have wanted us to be there and participate in their weddings, and that's that's the biggest compliment I think. It is, yeah, it is. It's very cool. So, but I'm telling you, Susie, are we just awesome? Is that what I'm trying to say? Is yeah, everybody wants us around. Okay, <laughs> but just the, making the that bar, clear. How the bar was set up also is it's separate from the dining room, and there's a there's not a ton of space in the bar. We're in a corner, and the bar kind of swoops around where one corner of the bar is right in front of us. There was nobody else in this bar, and this. Group group of four people who were actually friends of Doug's um, were, were situated directly in front of us. And like, this is kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I understand when the place is packed and you have to have people right in front of you because there's nowhere else for them to be. But there was an entire bar for them to be. <laughs> and they chose to be directly in front of us. I was literally spitting, like singing as loud as I could. Oh. And this, one of his friends was standing three feet in front of me. Like I could reach out and I could reach out and touch him. He was standing that close. Oh, that's a little, that's a little close. Yeah. I was like, why? And while I'm singing this, I'm like, you can't look him in the face. You're supposed to look him in the eye. No. So you're like, (laughs) looking to the right. just for you. Looking to the left. Literally just for you. Yeah. Closing my eyes, being like, I can't, you're in my, my most comfortable neck position, which is straightforward. And I can't, I can't. (laughs) This is the only way I can move my neck. Okay? Get out of my neck space. 
That should be the title for this. Get out of my neck space. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my word. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. But if actually, anyone doesn't know, Allie can't move her neck more than 45 <laughs> degrees in either direction. 45. I wish it was 45 degrees in any direction. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's really sad. Oh no, gosh. it is funny. It's very funny. Oh my God. I just love it when like, oh, oh. honey, do you have a stiff neck? I'm like, yes. Always. When did that happen? Oh, when I was God, 10. Since I've been 10. <laughs> <laughs> Stiff neck for 35 years. That's what oh, been. my God. No, God we're, not, we're not 45. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody. No, but we're not 45. People. Please. No, no one say anything. No, no. All those 45 are Oh, cold, my right, gosh. Oh. Yeah, but so Doug also decides to drop this bomb on me. He's like, oh, see that guy over there? He's, he's my friend. He just came in from out of town. He's just recently out of jail for robbing a bank. I was like... What? Do people still do that? <laughs> oh my god! How did he do that? <laughs> like, how did he do that? Tell me, literally everything. How did that work? <laughs> I don't was know. there weapons he, involved? I know. I don't know. He—that was all he said—and just left me hanging on the cliff. I was like, uh, "What? Okay." I mean, he was a very nice man. He was very sweet and was very complimentary. And I was like okay and he came back both nights right. you enjoyed the music and i was like nice to see he you just again really <laughs> like, really yeah, needed some job. quick cash that's needed all some quick cash yeah apparently. i mean my the plumber that came over to my house recently also dropped a bomb that he was in prison what? i was like okay cool oh yeah i told you that didn't i no he was like fixing the toilet and he was talking about how he was just we were just talking about how um like people don't realize how much money there is in in the trades in like electrical oh, and yeah. plumbing and contractors and like when they come to do these jobs you're like geez I should have been gone I should have been a plumber should have been a right. mechanic that, that's Electrician. so yeah. amazing you guys yeah like all these things that you can't do and he's like oh yeah I, he's like I barely finished high school I didn't go to college actually I'm not sure you fin- anyway he's like I've been to prison I was like hmm why cool, would you okay. volunteer but, that information <laughs> I don't know I don't know but I, was, I mean he was very nice he was fine I mean sure he did a good job uh-huh yeah you need to but tell I'm the not story sure I you would... should you should tell the story about him opening your toilet <laughs> well, why was he there again because your oh, toilet God. was broken you're right tell this oh stop it you're gonna make me tell the story <laughs> for the, our millions of followers okay fine I, our toilet just broke and so we don't know how to fix it charlie did everything he knew well it's old and you guys are and replacing it anyway so yeah right? we're, we're actually gonna move it to a whole different spot but so it wasn't imperative we were like if we can fix it for a few hundred bucks fine if we can't then like just don't but anyway the one of my darling children shit in it when i told oh. them not to and i didn't realize until like a couple days later and then I, it wouldn't flush oh. and i wasn't gonna go in that sea of dark brown to go and try and figure out what was in there so i just left it and <laughs> so gross we just like closed the door and just forgot about it until like five days when the plumber <sighs> came over and i was like i'm just was gonna it, apologize did it smell? right now it, surprising like it, it did like the first like a little bit but then it didn't really anymore and i think it was just enough. because it was still this is horrifying this, this is, is this so is a gross. singing podcast anyway but like so the guy comes in and he's like i'm like i'm just gonna apologize right now when he, he was laughing he's like i have a two-year-old you can be any worse than what i've seen and i've seen it all and we were like all right so he goes in he opens the lid and you just hear from the other room jesus christ <laughs> and i was like <laughs> I just yell from the other room. I told you. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. And he's like, I'm going to charge you three times. I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Holy cow. Totally, totally broken. Enough that we have to, they're just going to move ahead with moving the whole entire bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's officially a non-savable. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, the rest of the, I mean, there wasn't anything that was crazy other than just like a really nice, a really great weekend. Um, 
and the poor bartender I I told him he could play with us because he he like said some Doug started playing a song and he leaned over and he was like oh I think that should be in D major and I like my head whipped to him and I was like excuse me Greg and Doug was like oh yeah you're right Greg you're right that is it I did play in the wrong key you're right and I was like this was at the end of the first night and I was like have you excuse me Greg sitting there the whole time and you knew (laughs) like you you were a music genius you knew we weren't playing it in the right key and you just like I was like do you know how to play guitar and he was like oh yeah and I was like do you sing and he was like yeah mm-hmm. and so I was like, like you're playing me I've been doing this for like four years where have you been <laughs> I know I was like you're playing tomorrow you're playing and he was all about it he was like Doug even actually Aww. had brought two guitars and I was like you could play together and great and um I failed to realize that like it's not my instrument that I was offering to play you know Doug's he had just <laughs> bought this brand new guitar and I like got in the car after and I was like I'm sorry, should I not have offered to play for him to play your guitars? And he was like, yeah, no, haha, it's, you know, it's, it's you, it's fine, you know, whatever. But um, I was like, ooh, I think I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and, oh, um, whatever. Although the next day he was too busy to play. And as we were packing everything up, he was like, oh, are you already done? And I was like, yeah. And I was Aww. like, sorry, I, I did mean it, but I, I kind of figured you wouldn't be able to. Like, you have to be behind yeah. the, the bar the, the whole night, so... Um, he was cute. I was like, you should do it next time. Next time you can play. And he was liar. I was like, oh my gosh, Aww. I'm sorry, Greg. Yeah. So there was a, a little Jim Halpert lookalike for sure. Oh, he okay. was like probably 14. Right. And he, oh, never he mind. came up. God, forget that I said all of that. Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he came up, he came up to the, to me to ask to play something. Cause of course we always ask for requests and, um, I didn't know it. And the bar at this point was really full and his whole family was there. And I go, gosh, you know who you remind me of? You remind me of, um, and this was Jim Halpert, like young Jim Halpert, early office, mm-hmm. early seasons with like the shaggy hair and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, you look so much like, uh, like Jim Halpert from the office and the whole bar area just goes, Oh, <laughs> why like I know that's what I said I was like why that's a compliment yeah he was he was cute and then afterwards this man told me who I know he was married and because his wife and his kid was right there at the bar and he's chatting with me and another patron who always comes to see us and he's at the end of the night he buys me a drink which I was like we get them for free anyway so you don't need to worry about that (laughs) we get them and And he goes well I have more wine at back at my back at my room it's a room you're saying you're staying at the lodge right and I was like yeah he's like I'm room 102 come on over (gasps) if you want to share a bottle of wine I was like your wife was married yeah his wife was there I was like oh haha and just kind of like turned and looked away. It's like, is this real? Or is this what? real? No, that's I'm not so going to be awkward. knocking on your door to share a bottle of wine with you. No, no thanks. Oh, that's not cool. Did he oh, ask yeah. Doug? <laughs> <laughs> I could believe it was totally nothing if he invited both of you up. No, nope, but up. yeah, it was uh, really good. And it, all the whole weekend was just capped off by a little boy who punched a man and the balls at church. It was really what? funny. Yep. Did just you little... see it happen? Uh-huh. I was this little <laughs> Why boy this was stuff happen. <laughs> it's just like It wasn't even like the happened? dad either. It was a little boy and the there was another dad standing in the pew right behind him. And he just looked at him and he just cocked his arm back and punched him and he was directly level with his <laughs> with his balls. He was the devil. The poor guy just like was crumpled over. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I obviously Ow. just started laughing and um speaking I was, of dicks. At one point I was it was beautiful there too. It was like 85 and uh so at one mm. point I had a tank top on and I have my my tattoo on my back is Elvish mm-hmm. from Lord Elvish. of the Rings, right? I was I had my sweater off and then I put it back on when we left and we went to breakfast after everything was done and this old couple passed by us at the end and was like, "Oh, nice to see you again. We saw you at church." And I was like, "Oh, oh cool." And this old man did you see the guy get hit in the dick too yeah (laughs) but this guy comes over the older man and he goes i was distracted for 10 minutes looking at your tattoo trying to figure out what the hell it said like Like you're supposed to be paying attention to the lord i know i was like i'm so sorry for being distracting i was like i'm surprised i'm not surprised you didn't know what it what it says it's it's elvish from lord of the rings and he was like oh oh like yep (laughs) you're one of those yeah (laughs) yeah it was pretty funny so i've only had one person correctly guess that it was elvish oh really Mm -hmm. well that's the only person you need to be friends with I know. It's this little 14-year-old boy. Again, another 14-year-old boy. <laughs> really? Yep. Mm-hmm. He oh, goes, my gosh. Your, that's amazing. Because is your tattoo, is that is that from Lord of the Rings? Is that Elvish? And I was like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it is. Good for you. That's amazing. So, mm-hmm. Oh, that kid's being raised right. Well, my my gig was a very kind of formal business uh, corporate event. So it was pretty, it was very tame, I should say. Went very well at the uh, Mount Washington Omni Hotel. It did snow while we were there. So Shut that was a up. change. Oh, my I'm gosh. <laughs> I know. I, we Kelly and I were both driving and I was like is this blossoms from the trees that I'm seeing like floating around or is this actually snow is this snow that I'm seeing and both of us were like no and then it was and Nothing then that it stuck, was but it, but it was it was no the only thing that happened was the co- one of the coordinators was coming over to talk about the order of events and everything and he just goes we were set, we were kind of like <clears throat> in the process of setting up the band and he comes over and it's like, okay, so we're going to do this, this and this. And at this time we're going to do this. And at this time, you know, can you announce this? And I was like, sure. And then he goes at this, at this time we'll start the cock and then we'll just keep going. Da, da, da. And of course I was like, oh gosh, he doesn't what? know who he like, just, who we just said that to. I honestly don't think anyone else heard. Cause I like, of course looked around at the other band members and they were being very polite and I was just going to say fine, being an adult. Like, <laughs> being an adult about it but have you ever heard someone shorten cocktail hour to cock oh my I gosh like he actually like said a, cock yes he goes oh. we're gonna start the cock and then we'll go over and i was like start oh the cock. my <laughs> word never I like, have I'm, i ever i've never ever but i'm never saying anything else again I was like, that is the funniest <laughs> way to to that's the funniest way to put cocktail hour i've ever heard that's the oh stupidest gosh. way no, to I put just, cocktail hour it's, of course my mind goes to okay now now a cock is like a car and you're gonna like rev the engine of it and it's awful my that's how my brain went cut all of that out (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh what are you talking about a cock is a car and you're gonna rev the engine what are you talking about oh my god i'm like what else do you start like a blender what else do you start like no i'm not following your train of thought at all okay (laughs) well then cut all of this out (laughs) it was one of the funnier uh ways to put that that i've ever heard yeah that that is bad yeah that is really that's all i have to report oh my gosh everything else went swimmingly i really i like that as the capper 
to the end of the tale. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm uh, excited for the beginning of summer and we're off to the races now, guys. We, Susie's we got a full are, schedule ahead of her. I do. And the closest thing, if anybody wants to come see me in Maine, I do have the classic rock orchestra show that we do. It has Pat Benatar and Journey and Heart and Kansas and Stevie Nicks, all these songs that we're going to do. And it's with the Portland Symphony Orchestra, which I cannot wait for. So that's on June 24th in three weeks from this recording or so yeah this so by the time this comes out it will yeah it'll be a couple it'll only be like a week out or maybe maybe a little more maybe two weeks yeah so get your tickets as soon as you hear this it's not at Merrill Auditorium it's at the Old Orchard Pavilion uh, which is a really cool covered but outdoor venue Um, seats about a thousand-ish people I think but can't wait I absolutely it's one of my favorite uh, performing moments is performing with the Portland Symphony Orchestra and um, especially this show. It was so awesome. Yeah, I've seen it before and it's well worth your time. So June 24th, get your tickets as soon as you hear this recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Instagram in the meantime and we'll post yep. some pictures and, and just, you know, keeping you up to date with our life and our silly, silly, gross children. That's <laughs> at Diaries of a Wedding Singer. And you can follow Susie at Mixology Band or you can follow her personal page at Susie Stop. my personal page. Uh huh. Yeah, and you can also write us an email with any funny or awesome, crazy, sad, uh, inspiring wedding Touching, stories at loving. diaries. Yeah, <laughs> diaries of a wedding singer at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.